Hello, 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 and welcome to the PACT pod. Hey, Dom, how we doing, brother? Hey, good. How are you? How's it going, Eric? Hi. Hey, I'm doing well. I, I, I seem to have something on that that you don't. What, what, what's going on? I got, I got, I brought my good Dolphins gear. I mean, I, uh, I, heard, I heard there was a game in Pittsburgh. I heard, I heard there was a pretty important game a little bit ago. There was. Um, for some reason, our cable went out. I didn't see how the, it ended. Um, oh, oh, the Yinzers <laughs> couldn't get the show, couldn't get the show. What's going on? Well, let me let me fill you in. It was a, a great game for one team, <clears throat> and a not so great game for another team. And and it's not often that the guy from this team could say that. So I'm going to relish in the glory of <laughs> the Miami Dolphins being one zero against the Steelers this year. Yeah, I, I have I, I did drop the ball on that, um, but it is Children's Grief Awareness Day, so I'm sporting my. Shirt in support of children's grief awareness. So I have a legitimate excuse. I will have the Dolphins gear, hopefully for the next, um, <laughs> you know, next show. I, I'll be driving around, see if I can find something laying on the side of the road. And yeah, just you know, scrub it yeah, up. Maybe go go to this, go to the stadium. Maybe they got some stuff thrown out in the garbage there. Just go dumpster <laughs> diving. They got some stuff tossed. I mean, hey. Vice versa, if it would have been the Steelers, I would have been like, "Hey, uh, Salvation Army, because I'm not spending money on Steelers gear." Like, I know what they got. Like, we're not gonna find it. So anyway, that's all good. It's all good. Anyway, Team Two. I'm just glad. I'm glad I get to make fun of you. That's all. You're not making fun of me. All that matters to me. <laughs> that, that, that that's low hanging fruit, brother. That's low hanging fruit. <laughs> that's it. You know, every so often the, the the Dolphins guys have to have the tops here. Um, yeah, been 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 rough, rough, <clears throat> rough. So we're we're happy yeah. right well, now. But you guys are. Uh, what top number one in your you're leading your uh, division? I think. Uh, we're close. Yeah, I think we're close because the Bills just got beat. I don't know. It's it's you know I, I don't follow it too closely. I just try to catch games here and there. I you know when I when the when the Dolphins lose, my students do not fail to let me know. When they win, <laughs> they tend to be a little quiet about it. So I don't hear so much. <laughs> so so you're not really a fan. It's more like bandwagon. <laughs> bandwagon. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know about that, buddy. Let me tell you the amount of times I've had to turn my TV off because the Dolphins are losing. It's the fourth quarter. And they're going to win if I turn the TV off. So, you know, my love of the Chargers, you know, they beat the Chargers during the playoffs. Marino uh-huh. loses. You beat the, the Jets, you're in the playoff. Marino loses. Like, now there's been years and years and years I got scars, scars, scars. So <laughs> definitely not a bandwagon, but uh, I just sometimes I'm like, I think the Dolphins do better when I don't watch the game. I'll, I'll watch the highlights or something. Yeah, this is a rough year in the Berg. Um, yeah. yeah, we did pull out a victory this week, but then I started thinking I'm like a bad fan from the standpoint of, Oh, we just like hurt our draft, our draft <laughs> order. Like, are we right. really going to make a run, or is this just like messing with our draft order? Like, oh, we're going to get stuck in the middle. <laughs> yeah. How about it, right? Oh, uh, well, you know, so, you know, football's good. You know, life's going well. We got, man, let me tell you, the cold has seeped in. How's the temperatures going there? Oh, they're, they're, they're dropping. I, I went outside today. Um, this time change is getting dark early. I'm ready for bed like at 5 30 when it gets dark. I don't know if it's just the old man in me or if it's the cold weather. Or the darkness, but uh, today I went outside. I have a, a drain heater I put down in my drain that comes down towards the garage. So it's in the past frozen up mm-hmm. and caused problems. So I had to put a heater down in there and, and plug it in because we're not breaking. Uh, I think possibly after tonight we're not breaking freezing till next week, and um, I don't want that to happen because we have some snow coming down again. But I yeah. guess looking at like. Uh, Josh Bundy, North Central, or no, Northwestern, my bad. Yeah, Uh, JG, the North Central, they put pictures up of the snow in their area uh, the other day, yesterday. We got some flurries. It was yesterday, the day before, day before. Yeah. And uh, North North Central got, North Central got some, uh, they got some snow. I got some friends there. My daughter's in college up there. So they had some snow days and stuff, or not snow days, but two hour delays and stuff. So they got a little bit there. But yeah, I'm sure the Northwest definitely got a little bit more. We just got the cold. We got like a little bit of that that sleet, little you know, freezing rain coming down, and everybody's like, "Oh, if it gets cold enough, we might have a two-hour delay." Like, now we're fine. So, but yeah. you know what? I got a I got a beard built for the cold, so I'm all in, brother. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm starting to know. I'm starting. I'm in no shave November. Uh, starting yeah. to grow it. Not nearly. Not nearly what it needs to be. But it's I'm debating. Am I just going to grow this long over the winter? Or am I going to grow the full beard? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done that as fundraisers. We've done that as fundraisers before. All the teachers put their pictures and kids are putting in money at lunch or whatever, whatever change they have. And, you know, who, you know, it was always unfair. So I would work on once a week. I would, during the month, I would work on 
using some heavy gel and some heavy heavy uh, um, product in my beard and try to like you know splash it all out, come in with it all <laughs> sticking all over the place and just look funky because I was not going to shave and start over. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you know what, man? We got a lot to talk about, and yes. uh, I think it's time we kick something off, brother. It's been a while. What do you think? I think we're ready. I think we're it's ready. I'm for the PACT pod. All right, let's crank it. All right, so officially welcome to the PACT pod. Pleasure to have you here. My name is uh, Eric Verno, and I am honored truly to be uh, the vice president of PAECT. And with me, I have Dom. Dom Salvucci, I am the regional director of the Southwest region of PAECT. All right, awesome stuff. I'm looking here. We lost our names on the bottom. I was trying to figure out what's going on. Take a look. (laughs) This month's episode, we are getting into the holiday season, continuing with thankful for technology. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, so this is our 16th episode of the PACT pod. It's, it's amazing to think about. We've been together 16 episodes, man. And they haven't thrown tech. us off. <laughs> they can't find us. We're hiding. <laughs> We're hiding. We, we, spread, we spread all across PA. They can't, they can't track us down. So yeah, so we are truly thankful for tech. And, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about some different things that are going on in the classrooms and across PACT. And uh, feel free, if you're watching live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, post your comments. What things are you thankful for for technology right now? A lot of good stuff going on around the state. So, you know, talking about where we are, you know. Oh, you found the names. Look at that. Yes. Guy. That guy's amazing. And... Uh, you know, we're, we go by we go by trimester, so we are ending our first trimester on Tuesday of next week, and um, it's unbelievable, man. You know, the, the year it's it's Time's... crazy to believe we're that far into it, and then it's, it's just you know long weeks right now. I think with the weather, the, the the daylight savings and all that jazz. So, how about you? Where are you guys at? You guys got quarters still? We're, what you, we're quarters. Doing? We are. We actually we're in the not quite midway into our second nine weeks. It's craziness. Um, yeah. You know, we finished up towards the end of October, but rolling through, um, we're almost at the, the four and a half week mark for this. I think that right, right after Thanksgiving, because we, you know, we have uh, partial, we have a full week this week. Last week we had with Veterans Day, uh, we, you know, give a shout out to all of those who have served this country. Um, thank you very much for your service. We, we had Friday off. Um, so I know some schools did programs. Some schools had in-service on those days. We were off that mm-hmm. day. Uh, there were a number of parades around our area for veterans. And uh, we had the monsoon last week, last Friday. But, you know, this week we have a full week. Next week's Thanksgiving. We come back to Keystone's, uh, Keystone makeup tests for our district. Okay. And then we're at the midpoint of the second nine weeks. It's just like a whirlwind. Then we're, you know, winter break and Christmas. Yeah, it, it's just, it's wild, you know, and, uh, and I don't know how your school is. Like, I know I used to always say, man, you know, kids would like first quarter was here, then they'd have that dip in the second quarter. So we don't have that second quarter anymore. You know, we're literally at the water, the water fountain. One of the music teachers, another buddy of mine, we're in the hallway talking. I said, you know, like it's, 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 it's the struggle bus right now, you know, a little bit for me, right? A little bit for you, for the adults yeah. and the kids and just trying to do different things. I said, but you know, what's funny? I used to always talk about the dip of the second quarter. Well, technically, you know, because the trimesters, we're technically in that second quarter span where you're like, yeah. you're, you're in that end of nine. And and it's just always like, oh, we come in on fire and then we kind of get a little complacent. We got that dip down and we're just kind of in that little dip down phase. And um, and we and we go along. We don't have a lot of half days, a lot of days off. So our kids have gone some long stretches. So I think, you know, that plays a part in it. They just wear down a little bit. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, but honest- now we're, you know, all the good. No, go ahead. I'll just say at the point now where we're we're emailing and you know letting the parents know, hey, you know, end of the quarter's coming, end of our trimester and all that jazz. And so of course, you know, kids are kind of kicking it into gear and trying to work on turning things in that are late, you know, trying to gain some points yeah. back and jazz. So it does make it kind of uh kind of interesting. But yeah. Yeah. I mean the the time change, I know like our kids and myself included, but then again, I'm an old man. So it's like 
you know, I leave for work. It's dark. Um, it gets dark early and it just, it, it just wears on you, especially like when it's gray all day, even though I have a window, it's like, must well have a gray wall. You know, <laughs> everyone's it was just, it, it, sometimes we get like the, um, the snow and then there's a little mini, like a little fabricating plant right down from our school. And yesterday my students were lingering in the hallway because they can't get behind my desk to look out the window for my classroom. Kind of selfish from that standpoint. But right outside my door, there's another window at the end of the hall. And um, they're all looking outside. I'm like, you guys coming into class? And they're like, Mr. Sal, they dumped, there's like a, they had a forklift and they had like a dumpster full of something. They were dumping it into a bigger dumpster. And okay. the forklift dumped the entire um, dumpster into the big dumpster. And they're sitting there watching it. And I'm like, time to go to class. And they, you know, chase them back in the classroom. And I'm standing there and like, are you coming in? I'm like, well, I want to see if he gets this dumpster out with that. Like, how's he going to get the dumpster out? And they're like, you made us move. I'm like, because I couldn't see over you. You're taller than I am. <laughs> so I went in, started the lesson, but it was like, you know, it's just gray all the time. Um, you know, snow flurries, snow flurries break it up. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're in the same thing. The kids are, you know, kids are kind of like getting fired up for the break, but they're also getting worn down and, you know, we just got out of the first nine weeks and he said, we're almost at the mid grade midpoint. So we send mid grades and our, our kids get stressed by telling us, that's just your grade on the day to submit grades. This is, doesn't matter till the end of the nine weeks, but keep your, your work going. So we're not, you know, the student comes in with like a stack of assignments that, you know, on the last day of the nine weeks, can you get these graded? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. Got a, got a point where you shut stuff down, right? Yeah. So they try and keep them motivated. It's rough, but yeah, we have a, a powder puff football tournament next week at school for the day before Thanksgiving. Cause that's usually like a, you know, a rough day. Everyone's ready to go home and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. eat something. Um, so we're doing a powder puff tournament. All, all four grades are involved and it'll be pretty Love good. It. So it's going to be more of activities yeah. next week than, uh, you know, kind of keep the kids, give them a, a jump into the holidays, give them a break from things. Yeah. Man, we got like a full day Monday and we have a half day Tuesday and, you know, we're trying to find a, you know, get a decent little movie showing. So those kids that owe the work, they can get in there, they can get the things kind of done, made up, you know, yeah, get that all turned in. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, and, and it's tough because, you know, teaching sixth grade, you know, got to have a G rated movie. And so trying to figure out what the show and anymore, you know, with the movies and what they're, some stuff that's PG, man. It's just not like it used to be PG, so you got to be careful. Yeah. So, monsters, just to figure all that out. Monsters versus aliens. Ah, uh, that's a good flick. That is. That is. They got, they, they got. A, they got a Thanksgiving version of that one too, don't they? I'm not certain. I, I don't know. I, I wish I would known about that one. Um, another one is Megamind. Great soundtrack to Megamind. <laughs> that is good stuff as well. You are correct. So yeah, so we we'll have to work on that. So that's you know, and then again. Those kids that need that, you know, one-on-one time to be able to get some stuff turned in, you work with them and, yeah. you know, just some kids that have already done the work, let them relax, keep their feet up, watch a little video and stuff. So, but yeah, so you mentioned the the grief, the grief awareness shirt. So on uh, wearing blue, you were wearing blue today. And then, yes. you know, the other, so you would talk more about that. Um, it was a push across the school. It's, I know like we've talked about it a lot uh, through PAECT and mm-hmm. for the last couple of years, you know, even before uh, COVID hit, it was a big topic, the social, emotional learning and self-care. And, you know, during the lockdown, it really, the need for uh, awareness spiked. And even though, you know, things are open again, there's still a need, you know, the number of kids that have um, issues and those issues a lot of times are affecting their learning because it goes back to, um, you know, the concept, there's other things, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which I know sometimes is controversial because to where he got that hierarchy. But if you can't, you know, if you're hungry, if you have other things going on, you're not going to learn. You have, you have to make sure the kids are ready to learn and that, you know, social emotional uh, component is a big factor to that. Just not just your basic needs. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it, and it is, there's just so much, it, like, kids are growing up so fast, they're having to deal with so much, it's just a, just a total different world, and and then the other thing is with just the 
technology stuff that's yeah. at our fingertips that we didn't have at our fingertips. Like it's it's definitely different. So yeah, and it's you know that that need to, um, you know the the need to get the clicks. Um, you, you post something while well, I only have so many likes or I don't have any likes or how come it's taking so long for people to, um, you know, like this and like every once in a while. I don't, I don't participate much on Facebook. I'll kind of lurk and I'll scroll through and see things. And like, you know, almost every other post is an ad nowadays, especially the holidays coming up. But, you know, you get the, if, you know, my significant other, my parent, my whomever doesn't see this post and respond in the next three minutes, they owe me a dinner. They owe me. And it's like, we expect as a society, we expect, especially the kids that instantaneous that, you know, instant gratitude, you know, instant feedback on whatever they post. And if they don't get it, it messes with them, you know, yeah, and it's it, tough. It, yeah. But we used to call that the fast food society, right? Just instant, yeah. instant gratification, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It does make it tough. It does yeah. make it tough. I mean, we didn't have that when we were younger, but you know, like I try to explain to the kids, this, we did the same thing you did. It was just a different medium. Like we don't have Twitter. We don't have TikTok. There's always a TikTok challenge coming, but it, um, you know, halftime of the games we go outside and play football because we had three channels and i didn't really want to watch the the movie from you know 1950s during the halftime part we go outside and we mimic all the plays that the the steelers were doing um you know trying to stand at the curb trying to catch a ball as you fall into the grass you know till you get it right oh yeah over the shoulder yeah yeah we did all that stuff but it was just a different it was fed to us differently but we still like you know go outside you want you know impress mm-hmm. your friends and do things like that. It, it was just a different format for us. And it wasn't that instant feedback like they have, you know, they need now. But yeah. We did all the same things. Yeah. Just a different medium, different way it was going. And just, uh, yeah, it, it, but we but not yeah, nearly the I pressure. Mean, nah. And the games. Yeah, definitely. The football games you'd play running around, working that turkey off. Yeah. And, yeah. All the different things like, yeah, some of, some of the, most amazing passes and catches I've ever had in my life. You know, yes. Halftime during yeah. Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. yeah and that's good stuff. Growing up in the 70s in Pittsburgh, we had, you know, a fantastic baseball team back, way back in the day. So you go outside and play home run derby or, you know, throwing the with mm-hmm. a ball and, and baseball trying to emulate and, and copy the athletes. That was our TikTok challenge, I guess, so to speak. But it was a much smaller audience. Right. Yeah, you know, you know have and the it's, game and everybody everybody talking about it at school and all this and that, yeah. you know, the next one when you get back. So, yeah, so, you're, yeah, it's good. It's a good point there, you know, with everything, the way it rolls and just, uh, you know, it's just it's some of the similar kind of stuff just served a little differently, you know. Yeah, and, um, and a lot more yeah. pressure on them. There really is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then you mentioned the no shave Movember, November and yeah. and all that. So you guys are kicking it in at school. Do you guys do a fundraiser with that? No, I'm just doing this just because yeah. and it's kind of symbolic. Um, we we did it the one year, and then it kind of fell by the wayside because, you know, we have a lot of people are starting to get more more hair here than up here, and I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. funny. Yeah. Well, I think you're just trying to dress it up for our December PhD meeting up at State College. You just want to make sure you're – Hanging with the beards, and if that chilly weather there, you're good. So, yeah. all right. Well, I'm competing against the beard. I already lost the football bet, so I know better <laughs> than the challenge for the beard. <laughs> Got to sneak in at night. You cut her off. I'll get kicked out of the house. It'll be a perfect scenario. I can beat you with like the crazy mad Russian eyebrows, but uh, there you go. <laughs> I tried to convince <laughs> my wife. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting my eyebrows trimmed at all either while we're doing this no shave. She's like, No, you can grow the beard, but the eyebrows we're keeping tame. It's like. Yeah. That's funny. Yep, yep. Yeah, they, well, the Dostoevsky you... look. <laughs> I I could get there. Don't worry, I could get there. My barber, she she does she does little clips there, but uh, the Verno unibrow is strong. But I haven't had that in a while. But man, I grew up with that one. That was that was a rough one. That was a rough one. So anyway, one of those bad things I handed off to my daughters. So I got <laughs> so Elwood City's musical. What yes. all went on with that? Um, they did Godspell. They only had three shows this year. My daughter was in the musical. Um, it was, it was, it rocked. I got to see three of the shows. They do, a, they do four shows. They do a parent show beforehand. Uh, like their dress rehearsal in front of a crowd. Then they did last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They had a sh- one show each day and it was fantastic. 
Um, because it was, and I don't know exactly, I should know, but I, I don't. It was like late 60s, early 70s, somewhere like, you know, late 60s to mid 70s, it was written. So you get that whole hippie vibe in certain areas, um, the beatnik vibe. It was pretty cool. Very yeah. powerful. Um, you know, and good show. The, the cast knocked it out of the park. They have a strong cast. And uh, yeah, they do one of the fall. Um, they, have, they have the fall musical. Some of the musicals in the area do the spring. Some do the fall. Elwood's is one of the fall ones. So yeah. it was pretty good. It was a good right. weekend, busy weekend. Jim's got a question on the, the, the Facebooks about our schools having TV studios. Our intermediate school, just we do have something set up. We use OBS Studio and uh, three little mini studios that we do, Jim, in Dallas Town. Our middle school has one built in when they redid the building, and our high school has one that's built yeah. into the building. So we do ours and we stream it again, OBS Live. It kicks out through YouTube every morning and our. Uh, sixth graders are uh, in charge of it. They run it. They do the work with the script and do all the different running. So, would you guys, you guys have anything at your school there, Dom? Um, I know Elwood City has a live broadcast. My daughter's on that um, ECTV station. They do live broadcasts and, and they store everything out on YouTube. Um, our school does a recorded newscast. And then I have a club, What's Up New Brighton? We do um, a recorded, we use the. Uh, Podcaster set up mm. and we record a show and push it out monthly. Okay. So we have that. I, I, I hear you might be able to hear more about that at Pete and C Dom, huh? That, that yes. A little tease for next month. A little tease for next month's show. All right. Yes. More information coming down the pike. Yeah. Little Pennsylvaniaism there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, and as we look at everything that's been going on with PHT, hey, Jim, I appreciate you throwing that in there. Um, you know, we're, we're teachers, we, we thrive on disruption. Even though some people get grumbled about it, we thrive on it. Yes. Um, so we wrapped up our book study. When you wonder, you're learning. It was excellent. I am not the strongest reader. I tell everybody, I just no lie. So I definitely was behind in my reading, but I'm so auditory that being part of the book discussions, listening to people talk about it, envying them, sticky noting and highlighting and all that jazz because I didn't yes. get those necessarily. But phenomenal conversation, a great group of teachers talking, and then we were even honored to have one of the authors in the final, the final, uh, our final episode, our final time together. So that was pretty cool. What you think of? Yeah, it, it was great. This is the second time I participated in it, and different different people, different people ran it. Um, PACT members, mm -hmm. KTIs, um, the stars, some stars, some PACT members, non KTI stars, jumped in and facilitated. It was a great discussion. Um, like I said, even though it was the second time in the discussion, because it was new people in there, I kind of sat back and listened. We did record it. Um, eventually, it's going to be pushed out. Um, I just don't know on which channel. We've been discussing that in the back. Um, you know, if yeah. professional development is going to have their own channel, if we're going to keep using um, our old info at PACT. But once we figure that out, we're going to push the recordings out for members. And it was fantastic. I know a couple other uh, people requested, like, hey, you know, they have some book studies they were interested in running. So we're floating those ideas out. We're trying to check things out and see how that goes. I just saw on Facebook, I couldn't make it last night. Um, I had prior commitments, but a bunch of Northwest members went down into Pittsburgh. They had the cardigan day down in Pittsburgh and a bunch of Northwest PAACT um, members were down there for you know, Mr. Rogers. hung out with Mr. McFeely, wore their cardigans. It was a fundraiser and it was pretty neat. I was looking at the pictures. I was kind of jealous. I was kind of hoping I wouldn't have had the commitments that I had, but that happens sometimes. And then uh, post here off of YouTube, the fantabulous uh, Kay Barnes. She saw, She said it was so many wonderful things. <laughs> Plus not a little dad joke there on YouTube. All right. I like that. Good stuff. All right. It was, it was really cool. And, and just the, the ability of people to come together and talk and share. And, and again, having one of the authors in to talk. And what's so cool is, just, you know, their desire, even the authors to hear about how is the book, yeah. how is it, how are you reflecting on it? How are you using it? Just constantly getting feedback on it. Super cool. And just talking about the Fred Rogers, Rogers method and all that. And, um, and, and the other thing, the book study, like as Don was saying, other people have different ideas. What's so powerful about PACT is where we are a organization 
of teachers by teachers for teachers, right? Like, mm-hmm. and if teachers want to do something, we want to empower you. We don't want to squash you down. What can we do to help you lead that activity? You want to do something in your district? You want to do something in your region, in your area? Like, you know, the regional directors, all of our, the way the board's set up, like it is tailor-made, tailor-fit to help you find something that you really love and, and run with it. And that's really yeah. our goal. So the fact that members are stepping up saying, hey, could we do this? Could we do that? Like, the, the answer isn't can you it's what can we do to help you yes. so really bring those ideas whether it's talking to your regional directors you know getting onto pact.org finding out what region you're in messaging them directly reaching out to them through facebook twitter just all the socials you know the the our regional directors our regional boards are boots on the ground our teachers are boots on the ground you're you're able to tell us directly here's what we need and what you might need in the western pa versus eastern pa versus central and our out-of-state members, right? That That's growing mm-hmm. uh, exponentially. So, like, you are boots on the ground. If there's something that you see a need, like, you know, bring it up so we can figure out how yeah. can we help you. That's really what it's about. And Actually, this was the second time we ran this book study. Both times it was members that said, hey, you know, first time at Pete and C, can, can we do this? This would be a great book study. Then the book was handed out, um, KTIs, and they're like, this would be a great book study. I'm like, well, we already did one, but we're, you know, we'll do another one. Um, and they, they ran with it. And that's the nice thing about this. And honestly, as a teacher that's been teaching for almost 30 years, uh, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers. I didn't under, I didn't realize the amount of science that he incorporated. I mean, he made it look so easy. I don't know how he pushed out the shows the way he did with the work that went into each show and the science behind each show. And I I taught psychology for a number of years and I knew the names of the psychologists that contributed to that show. I mean, some of the the powerhouses of of that era, I didn't realize they were all studying in Pittsburgh and teaching in Pittsburgh. Mm. So, you know, that was phenomenal learning. And like, I, I watched it. I just, it was fantastic television as a kid. And even growing up, I had my daughter watch it a little bit and I I sit there with her and watch it. I didn't realize all the science that was thrown into it. And it's a must read. If you're a teacher, it's a book you should read because it gets you thinking it will get you you know, fired up again. New teachers. It's a, it's a great, um, you know, way to like look at things and, and you know, kind of plan your, your course through your career. Um, and like us, us old dogs, um, you know, good reminder of what we need to do and how to connect. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's good Pennsylvania focused, right? PBS, yeah, and Sesame Street and all that, and and all the you, everybody that you grew up watching, and and they all had like PhDs. They were all like educational, whether they were in education teaching, whether they were studying in the psychology side. Like there was so much involved in that. So yeah, it is amazing when you 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 watch it with such an innocent eye. Now later, when you go back and you learn some of the truths, you're like, wow, that's kind of that's kind of wild. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's cool. So I know those of you who were members, I believe I don't know if I missed it. The, the for Act Forty Eight, all that we try to offer Act Forty Eight for our we're gonna uh, people who are at, you know active and doing things. So that'll be coming out, and you'll that'll be, be sign, coming out shortly. Sign up, get your hours. So that's awesome. All right. Well, you know, we are nearing as we talked about next Thursday. I hear it's like the same Thursday every year uh, in November. We have a little thing called Thanksgiving. And what are you excited for Thanksgiving there, Dom? Um, seeing family. Yeah. And I'll be very truthful. I'm not a turkey fan. Deep fried turkey, I like. I like the, I like deep frying the turkey. I'll snack on a turkey when I cut it, but I'm not a turkey fan. My go-to, two things. Hot sausage stuffing. It's a throwback to my grandparents. My wife makes that for me. And she makes some kind of sweet potato. Um, I don't say casserole, but it's a sweet potato thing. This pretty much tastes like a dessert. Hmm. And yeah, you know, the carbs and the sweets, my wheelhouse. Yeah. No, no, usually, I know it's surprising <laughs> to some. <laughs> yeah, I know. People are shocked listening at home. Like, wow, really? What's going on here? Uh, that's funny. No, I, yeah. Uh, love it. I, I am. Here's the weird thing. My, my, my grandmother, my Nana, she would mm-hmm. always make me pineapple upside down cake. It was the weirdest thing. It was Ooh. the one thing that did not fit on the table. That was one thing that she made for me, so I always enjoyed that at Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I'm a turkey guy. Got to have my white meat, you know, and uh, I'm rolling through and, you know, 
love the the mashed potatoes. My my grandma, my pop, my pappy used to switch, put all the corn with the mashed potatoes mixed all together. So kind of still with that that uh-huh. frame of mind. And um, yeah, but you know what? And the one thing I like that I know is not not everybody. This is the, you know people flip out. They don't care for it. But I I'm kind of a fan of the green bean casserole. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Like you know, <laughs> it's it's not too bad. You know, but um, I you know I was I was I don't even know last week week before I'm driving and. Uh, the DJs getting on there talking about Campbell's Soup and how they ran a national survey. And uh, so here we go. Campbell's Soup reveals the most popular Thanksgiving dishes. Sides. State by state. So it says, right, they talk about the state of the sides report, kind of like the state of the union. And uh, so, and of course, it's slanted a little bit because it's all Campbell's related, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, 22 states preferred mashed potatoes as the side, number one side. 27 preferred stuffing. But of course, good old Massachusetts had trouble taking a stance. They could not figure out exactly which ones. So they were split down the middle. Uh, when they look at their top side dishes, they got mashed potatoes, and there's the sweet potatoes. You got green bean casserole and mac and cheese, which I can't say I've been at too many tables that have mac and cheese as a side during Thanksgiving, but that, that obviously is, somebody does. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear people talk about that. I don't know anyone who personally has that, but then I uh, like in retrospect, people are like, oh yeah, the you know, the mac and cheese. I'm like, but you've never mentioned that before. And I, you know, it's just it's interesting. I, I like I eat like a little kid. I like mac and cheese. Um, but yeah, the the green bean casserole, I have to say, not a big fan of. Um, the pineapple upside down cake, that sounds like once again, sweets and mm-hmm. but uh you know, mashed potatoes, I like. Um I always get on my wife's case. I always start my favorite mashed potatoes are the when I turn them into gnocchis. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. The, the the Italian ethnicity in me, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like I like that, and I do. I have to say, like when I'm cutting the turkey, I get to carve the turkey, and that's whenever I'll snack and I'll eat it. Turkey isn't bad, but it's just you know I, I yeah. go for the stuffing. It's I, I don't know what it is. It's something growing up as a kid. That well, you was, know, and, and I was gonna say so. Uh, Going, I've been, you know, off and on, not doing a great job right now with being keto. And I'll tell you, one of the best stuffings I ever made from scratch was a sage cauliflower stuffing. Ooh. It was phenomenal working through and just creating that and just this heaping and just everything you're having is just, you know, you're not, you're not getting overloaded with those carbs and not so tired. Yeah. And, you know, but just the, that flavor, that sage flavor and that stuff like that. And I'll tell you a unique thing, uh, although, you know, prices in general going up, but uh, lunch meat. Um, but there is a turkey lunch meat that's a Thanksgiving turkey lunch meat, and it's got the cranberry, it's got the sage in there, and you literally have a slice like turkey and cheese sandwich, and it feels like you're having your day after, huh. not as dry turkey yeah. sandwich. And oh man, it's it's definitely good stuff. I, I forget who makes it, but yeah, go to your deli. But yeah, um, Thanksgiving turkey meat, so pretty good stuff. But and then yeah. some places have made like the the turkey burger. You know, you've got your cranberry on there, you got your stuff like all stocked up. So. Yeah, uh, Mad Max. Oh, sorry. Mad Max, Mad Max does a burrito that's stuffed. Huh? It's um turkey, stuffing, cranberry, all that stuffed into a burrito, and they sell it. I think like once or twice a year, Thanksgiving, and sometimes they'll do like a, you know, Thanksgiving in the spring type thing, um, because people love it. But I know my wife does. She's, I don't know if she came up with this or where she saw it, but she'll make almost like a a day after lasagna where she layers like the stuffing, the Turkey, the mashed potatoes, and then like one of the vegetables over top and bakes it. Um, and, you know, reheats it in the oven and it makes it almost like a, a cheeseless lasagna, but it's pretty good. Okay. But like, I, you know, I'll sit there. I, I, I snack on the leftovers cold, um, you know, for the, like, for me, I don't know what it is, but like the big meals, um, the holiday meals, you know, Christmas, we have the gnocchis and stuff and the, the turkey. I don't mind the next day. I'll like reach in. I'll, I'll grab a, a slice of stuffing. I'll grab, you know, a slice of turkey and I'll just snack on it. No, it's like, you're, you're going to heat that up. I'm like, I'm good. Like, it's just, like, I'm good. I, just, I don't mind it cold. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I'm just weird that way. That's funny. Hey, you know, the, the, the downside is. I'm about two hours from my folks and two hours from the in-laws. So as far as hopping in the car and driving, you know, we're, we're never having Thanksgiving. I think once I cooked Thanksgiving here uh, many years ago, I think my oldest who's now in college, it was her like maybe first or second Thanksgiving. I did the whole thing and it, it turned out fine. It was good. 
But um, but ever since then we always travel, so we don't come home with leftovers. So that's the worst. And it's like yeah. the day after, do you really want to be making a turkey on, you know, Black Friday? And so it's just like, eh. So so I don't I don't get to enjoy the leftovers as much as I used to. So that is one of the bummers. Yeah. That is one of the, the beautiful things about Thanksgiving. And the most important thing is the nap that's taken an hour or two after, <laughs> and everybody is like the best photos of the family is like everybody with like the shoes off socks just sticking up on the recliners on the couches yep. and just you know mouths are partially open and one person was awake enough to take the picture right everybody's crashed and zonked you know yeah so and, and, and speaking of our history right you know talk about our our seasoned abilities you know what was thanksgiving was always if if uh wayne fonts right was that the um, uh, detroit lions coach yeah if he if they won he still had a job if yep. they lost he's probably getting fired the amount of times the Detroit Lions head coach's neck was on the line during Thanksgiving, that's like, you know, infamous in my memory. Yeah. The, the, that's, I think they've had what the longest, longest run. I think that is there. Yep. Dow, Dallas kind of wedged in on it. Those two teams playing on, on yep. Thanksgiving. And they're Traduncan. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Stuff, man. Yeah. A little John, John Madden. So, yeah. All right. Well, a lot of good stuff there. And, you know, Thanksgiving. And, and again, thankful for tech we're thankful for all of our members of pact and just uh, thankful for you all listening and and chiming in live here um i think it's time to kick into a little bit of our tech notes what do you think sounds good all right let's cue the tech note minutes hit the music I tell you that song it makes me think like John Mellencamp's gonna kick in, you know? <laughs> Little Diddy. <laughs> All right, brother, what do you got? Let's kick it off. Tech notes, which okay. I have something that was just thrown my way yesterday. It is mapchart.net. Mapchart.net. You can go in, they have preloaded maps. Let me pull up here and you have world maps, Europe maps, Asia, the Americas, Africa, United States, more maps. It is free. So you can go into, they have gaming, um, Caribbean, Middle East. I had, da, 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 if I go back to Europe, I believe it is Europe, World War One, World War Two maps, the European Union. So you pull up World War Two. There we go. And you have what Europe looks like in World War II. You can color code. Whenever I talk about the Axis powers, I always use red. You click on the countries, and they line up however you want to um, use them, You know, however you want to color code them. So you can go into and label the countries, different colors. I always, when I do the allies, I do blue. I don't know why I go red and blue. But that is what I do. Um, go through and click on things and set them up. And you can download this. It comes down as a PNG file. So I like to call them the ping files and push them out to um, any website, your LMS that you're using. Uh, push them out to the kids to have access to. So you can and you go in and label, show the country names at the click of a button. Put the borders background images, um, label things. So you could put, you know, access powers, if I can only spell while I'm access powers, allies, not allied, allies, you know, first world war, but you know, line them up. Yes, we and when you kick out the PNG, so basically everything that's in the white is what's going to come out, not the stuff on the left. Is that correct? Right. This yep. map will download, and then you push it out to whatever you need. It'll save to your computer, then you have to upload it to wherever you want to upload it. But you can go through and label what you want. And if you go into, you know, the text colors has lines, symbols, more patterns, more colors. So you can create different stuff. Um like I said, I haven't played with it that much. Uh, Joe Tebe, 
one of the social studies teachers I work with found this and sent it my way. And I'm like, this is fantastic. I just I have to play with it more. Um, but I thought this would be great for the tech notes and it's free. That's the most important thing. Um, oh yeah. You know, so you go through and then if you want to, when you're ready, like you can preview it, you know, it gives you download or right click, save image as download map to, you know, or come down here and, you know, just download it. That's a, so play with it. Um, if you're using it for science, social, technically anything you really want to look at, I want to go back to, yeah. um, I tell you, my brain jumps right away as you're, as you're scrolling there. My brain jumps to download that PNG, kick it over into Canva, add a couple little animated kind of deals. Yeah. And then from there, you can kick it out to the socials, you know, or just even paste it into like a Google a Google site or, you know, whatever. So a slide. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's definitely good stuff. Put I like it. Google slide. If you're using it for, you know, literature, you want to talk about the, you know, the countries that where the stories take place or where the story takes place pull it down science with different things going on. Um, it could be used in any subject. Yeah. I like it. Thank you, sir. I have to give a shout out where shout outs do. And I yeah, want to see www.mapchart.net. M-A-P-C-H-A-R-T.net. Yes. Right. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. All right. I love and it. I'm All right. Well, I'm going to kick it a little different here. So you're looking for, some of those little activities you've been working, whether it's math, and my focus here is going to be math, but um, it does pull in science too um, for different reasons. But there is a unbelievably intelligent group of educators on Facebook, and they are working on creating pixel art. Now, pixel art, right? So I do a lot of trainings with Minecraft, and I work with a lot of teachers. And one of the one of the initial activities we'll do is, you know, if I'm in like when we were in Nashville. Um, you know, I'm, I was down first time I was ever there. We're talking like, hey, what are some of the famous areas? And there was uh, uh, the Batman building, the old AT&T building down there. There was um, uh, there's a music hall that's the, you know, looks like a, just a building on the outside. When you go in where all the where the music's played, there's like a perfect uh, circle room. So the acoustics are unbelievable. And then I think there's a Promethean that's down there. So they would come up with these really like cool areas. And then they would pull it into. Uh, you could go into a pixel generator to get that created and just Google that to be able to make it. Then they would use that and they would make the object in uh, Minecraft with the different shapes, but the blues here, the reds here. So that would be one of the activities we would do now, but this one is different than that, but teachers have come together to create pixel art mystery kind of things. And so you're working on a skill like, like greatest common factor, least common multiple. You're doing some different things with math facts. You just go into any one of these. So like uh, pixel, the, the I'm going to go to the math and science one and you go in, this woman runs it and people are just posting things and you know, here's what it looks like. And, and when the kids put the answers in, the pictures are filling. And so then down here, they show you what it would look like if they get it right. So this is a science one, right? They're pulling in different parts of the body systems. So the kids are answering questions and if they get it right, it fills in. If they don't get it right, nothing fills in. So it's self-checked. A lot of it is Google Sheets driven. Some of it's Excel driven. So you can kick those out through whatever your LMS is, make a copy for all your kids automatically, and they're all going through and doing these activities. So, you know, it, it's like anything, something that's really good. Like people will go and say, hey, I'm looking for this. And then some, all right, here we go. Then they'll work on making it. Like, so it's not oh, nice. even that you, you know, you only go here that if you're good at it, people are just going on here looking for stuff. I've, I have pulled so many things down. So you have a cornucopia pixel art template. You want the kids to play with that? Like there is so much. So I have just a shared drive at school and I'll just pull stuff down based on content we're covering. I just dump it in there. And then our math department has access to it. You just like, you put the link in, you kick it out, make a copy for every kid. And again, it's self-checking. They're enjoying it. It's fun. And um, I'll tell you, there's one, I didn't pull it up here and I will work on doing that briefly. Um, but there's one that a teacher made that I'm like, I don't know how it, it's one I use at the beginning of the year. It's a hydro flask. And when the kids get the question right, a sticker that looks like a perfectly curved sticker on the hydro flask pops up. And it is like the neatest stinking picture I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. That's I don't cool. know the talent that's taken for that. So, so again, you know, that's just, that's that section. If I just go to the one for education, I'll click into this group real quick. And uh, just people are posting like, okay, so Turkey tech structures, right? 
I like that the turkey's doing the old 2015 dab, kicking it like uh, <laughs> Yeah, all right, good stuff there. You got, so do, again, it, it's pulling pictures that the kids are interested in. You know, you don't tell them. Sometimes in the title, it'll say, hey, here's what you're going to say. Sometimes you just don't tell them. So that's uh, Naruto. I guess that's anime stuff, right? Yeah. You know, but um, as it's scrolling through, you got some different, you know, dragon tails, dinosaur stuff. Like, so all sorts of stuff being pulled in. I just think it, it's super cool. It's teachers. You know, they they enjoy doing it. They're creating it. It's there for free. People are hopping on, pulling this stuff down. Um, just unbelievable. So, yeah. So, so pixel art, just do a search on Facebook. And there might be other websites and groups that do it, but that's just where I go for that. Well, that's cool. We gotta try to find that other one with that hydro flask one. That's just a, a funky one to show. I'm pull it up here. Give me a second. This is great, great, uh, great podcasting right here. Real nice and quiet. <laughs> of the chairs. It's it's the calm moments Calming. of the podcast. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Let's let's get that showing up properly. All right, give me one second. Stop that screen share. There we go. I mean, look at that that funky thing. Like, who makes pictures? Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm like, gosh, like, yeah, I couldn't even, you know, just and again, it goes in. They all kind of fit in. They all look really good. Uh, kids get fired up doing that. So it's definitely, definitely a pretty good one. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of different, uh, different subjects, different things that are in there. And it's, you know, but again, like mapchart.net, it's free. And teachers are just offering it. And if you're like, you know what, I really want to do this activity. I really like this picture. And there's teachers that are just geeking out, loving doing it. They'll just boom, boom, they'll crank it through and they'll make it for you. And and, and then you have it. So high interest, you know, you can use it in station work because it's self-checking. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, just kind of working through the stuff. So so there we go. So pixel art on Facebook. That's my uh, tech note of the day. Very interesting. Very cool. Thank you. So, you know, earlier I wanted to give a shout out. I totally, totally slipped past it. I wanted to jump on my, my, I don't know, my brain jumped into Thanksgiving food. But I did want to make sure we talk about Keystones. Yes. We've got Keystones rolling, right? KTI applications are live. Um, I jokingly say, look, the beard's right there. Right? He was there. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, PACT.org forward slash KTI or KeystonesPA.org. Um, if you were a former Keystone and you have somebody in your building that would be good, send a message out, let them know, you know, con- nominate a Keystone star. And and if you were a Keystone star, we did send out nominations uh, for you to fill out for yourself if you want to be a lead learner, right? Yes. Because, again, just like we have people stepping up and doing the book study, we need we need new people to step up and help out at, at the KTI event, the summer that we have, the summit that we have. It takes a lot of people, and uh, we're always looking for good talent. And, and if you are a organization, if you're sponsoring different things, we do have a matrix. We've got to update 2018, 2019. We've got to put a newer one in there. But, you know, we have ways that you could sponsor KTI yes. and uh, sponsor PACT in the mix, you know. So we definitely always love to partner with people. And, and one of the big things about KTI is it's just a, a week-long geek, geek fest. We're talking about how to really use education technology to enhance your classroom. You know, it's not the tool doesn't make your classroom, but the tool can enhance the things that you're doing. That's what we yes. want to really focus on. And uh, but the most, what, what I love is one of my, near and dear to my heart is a little thing called prize patrol and i love the fact that we put things in teachers hands and they can go you know we get a hundred dollar item it goes it leaves we don't keep it lead learners i've I've handed out some unbelievable stuff that i've really been like gosh i want to hold on to that but that's not what it's about it's going out so um you know i think the best we ever did one year we had about ten thousand dollars worth of sponsorship items that we gave out that was one of my most proudest Proudest times at KTI, man. That was awesome. Like everybody yeah. got three things. So yeah, I, I know I've been there as a, a learner. I've been there as a time was called a mentor, and I go up as a regional director. And you know, lots of good things given out, and they're all useful for the classroom. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing. It, it's like a, a total immersion into you know how to use these not just the technology, but also the ideas and the concepts. You know, how, how, how can we be better in the classroom? And also, how can we make things easier for us? It's not so much about working harder. It's about working more effectively. Yep. Yep, that is correct. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's get into some PACT talk specifically about what do we have coming up 
in these upcoming months. Let me pull up our glide show. Let me make sure I'm sharing this properly because I did not properly share the screen last time. While you're doing that. Yeah. Oh, man. He's got to bring it up. Go ahead. It's back. The Race of the Regions, they are working on the final setup. This Southwest region, we need to keep this. Steelers, <laughs> I lost the bet. I lost the bet. I have to wear dolphin gear. <laughs> but, uh, but we're going to try it. We're going to do our best to keep the golden tenor shoe. You all Southwestern PA on Yin's guys. Keeping the golden tenor. Keeping the golden <laughs> running shoe. Um, talking with professional development committee, they don't have uh, the final dates set up yet, but they're fin- putting the finishing touches on. As soon as that comes out, we will have that up on the website, the signups. It is fun no matter whether you run, whether you walk, um, you know, a bunch of steps, not too many steps. It, it's, it's a good way. Um, good competition, get the competitive juices flowing. It's healthy. And we've been talking food. We've been talking like I'm a, I'm a, a car baby and I uh, like my, my sweets, good, healthy, get out there, get walking. Um, great way for stress relief, the science behind it. Uh, walking is great for you. So it's good way work with your mental health, social, emotional, physical health. And, um, Good competition. Yeah. I almost lost you. I almost, uh, you know, glitched you out when you started showing that shoe. But, yes, no. <laughs> I, it's definitely good. You know, I got a bum hip, but I'm still going to be in there. I'm still going to be doing counting my steps and walking. Uh, we work on trying to pull in the app pulling. So whether you're iOS, whether you're Android, whether you're Fitbit, whether you're Apple Watch, your Google Watch, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, Garmin, whatever, Strava. Yeah. We try to pull and, it in and have everybody kind of go together. So the cool thing yeah. is. It's everybody doing it across the state, right? Yes. And, and our out-of-state. Now outside, well. of, yes. Yeah. And so. um, the one thing with it, even if you don't have um, a device, you can manually track your and input yep. your information. So it's not something where you have to have a smart device, although I know many people do. And you can use your phone as a step tracker. But mm-hmm. there is a way. Um, and it's not like I've been in, I've been in some competitions – and, um, you know, some, some things I've done as fundraisers where you have to actually log, like it doesn't count your total steps throughout the day. It's, you have to make time to, okay, this is going to be like this walk or, or that walk, or you only get two, two sessions a day walking, um, most, and you have to start the app. This is just your total steps throughout the day. So, you know, most of us are moving throughout the day anyway. It, it's, you know a way to compete with what we already do naturally. Yep. No, it's good. Yeah. Like you said, I, I didn't have any kind of watch or whatever. I had my phone in my pocket, just kept it in my pocket all day. And then at the end of the day, just looked at the numbers and then plugged them in. And yeah. So, you know, however, if there's a will, there's a way, if you just have like the old pedometer, I think mm-hmm. I finally got rid of the last of the 100 or 200 we had after ISD back in, was that 2019 when it was in Philly yeah. last time and uh, tons of those pedometers. So, yeah. So, any way you're able to do it, that's good stuff. So what yeah. else is going on around the region? So November, um, you know, they have – we the, there's stuff on the, the website. There's some things that we have posted that we got going on. So as I kick over here to the PACT, right, the book study ended. There was a turkey fest. We got the pod tonight. And then we start kicking things off in December. So in December, we got the race of the region starting virtually. So that will be coming out as Dom just kind of foretold, shared about that. December 6th, Winter Wonderland in-person event at, from 6.30 to 8.30 at the Tattered Flag. The Tattered Flag, and I think it's Middletown, Pennsylvania, so here in the South Central area. Uh, December 14th, we got Tech the Hall Trivia, so a virtual event hosted by all the regions. Love our yes. Tech the Hall events, um, things that go on there. And then January, our pre-peat meet um, hosted by the Northwest in person. Then there's uh, the 16th, we got the Three Rivers. Uh, does that Tretzi, I believe, that's yes. what they go with, right? Three Rivers um, Educational Technology Conference. Yep. And then Heat Up Your Assessment Game Virtual Workshop. Uh, the Northeast is cranking that. And then Virtual PD on Gaithertown, the virtual workshop hosted by the out-of-state uh, organization. So our next couple of months coming up, a lot of different things going. So definitely 
keep your ear to the ground, you know, and listen to the socials about what's going on with PACT. And the other thing is, if you have a great idea for something that you want to have PACT talk about or do, reach out to somebody. Reach out to your regional director, you know. Yes. Email Dom. Email myself. Email pod at PACT.org. Whatever you need to. And, uh, you know, we'll work on, you know, putting something together. There will be another book study coming up shortly. Um, we're working on the topic. We have some ideas. Like we said, some people reached out and said, hey, could we do this book study? Um, so we're just making sure it's not conflicting with anything else. And that will be announced here within, I would say, um, before the holidays in December. Yeah. Before the new year, we'll roll that out. Wow, good stuff. Good stuff. So, all right. Well, you know, a lot of stuff talked about, a lot of stuff mentioned, and uh I think we're at the end. Yeah, we're going to thank the people that make this all possible. Besides our members, we do have a lot of sponsors that make these things happen for us. All right, let's keep the lights on. Here we go. Thank you. Good stuff. We truly, truly appreciate our uh, our corporate council members, our sponsors. I do believe we have a few coming online here soon, and yes. uh, they'll be added and updated once that comes in. And um, we're always looking to partner up with organizations that are like-minded and, uh, and really just want to help us do good for educators all across yeah. Pennsylvania and uh, the states and out of states. So definitely yeah. excited and, for that. And even if you're not a corporation, if you are a teacher, you're a member of PACT or an educator, that belongs to another organization, please reach out to us because we have partnered, um, you know, with uh, Pete and C. PACT is one of the founding organizations that helped set that up. Um, we, you know, we didn't, we are uh, one of the co-sponsors of Tretsy. We help out a lot of PACT members in uh, KTI stars are presenters at that conference, but, you know, there's a lot of other organizations. We've just worked with um, an English conference, and we talked about that the last episode. There's other organizations that reach out to us, and we work with them. There's no sense reinventing the wheel when we all work together for the same common goals. Reach out. We'll work with you and see what we can do. Yeah, most definitely. So The news just broke, too, because um, ISTE just partnered with ASCD. Yeah, and I actually helped out in a roundtable for – principals and stuff on uh, Saturday and that was one of the things I brought up you know PACT is uh, we are partnered with AECT we are partnered with ISTE and now through that partnership we're partnered with ASCD so a lot of different organizations yeah and COSIM so yeah we have a lot of different you know ways that we try to work with uh, educators people in education and and many facets so um, definitely very exciting and definitely uh, very exciting times I mean it's it's a great time to be a part of education technology it's a great part of uh, you know time to be in pennsylvania where some of the best educators are located I, I do have to say yeah a lot going on um we try and keep you know keep our ears to the ground and hear what's going on and work with it and help not only just work with it but help innovate these things and have a have a voice at the table so please reach out and go from there it's a uh, holiday season so we'll wrap this up have a yep. great thanksgiving we will be back the third Thursday of December. Sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, another PACT pod uh, put in the can here. And I was to say, you know, the PACT pod, we are. The voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania. And beyond. 
All right. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you for joining. And if you're watching this you know, tape recorded, make sure you, you message it in. How about that one? Tape recorded? Yeah, you like that yes. one, buddy? Yeah, we're kicking it old school. So, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, you all have a wonderful and a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you know, uh, just spend time with your family and enjoy. Yes. Just shut down, power down, and just, just recharge. All it's good turkey. At Definitely. the beep, fast forward the film strip. There it is. All right. Take <laughs> care. Boom.